Hello and welcome to Our Journey with Autism Coming Out of the Fog. My name is Jennifer Slater-Sanchez and this is episode four. I wanted to call it being a special needs sibling because so often we hear the stories of adults or children with autism, but we don't necessarily get to hear the story stories of their siblings, their brothers, their sisters. And I have a very special guest with me, my daughter, Gracie. And I'm going to start with our first question, my dear, and that is, tell me about you and your brother, Jacob. So Jacob and I are twins. He's two minutes older than me, and we are 15 years old, turning 16 in September, and he has autism and I do not. So do you remember when you found out that your brother was different than other kids that you knew or know? Um, I think I realized when we were in school and he had an aide and other kids didn't. But I also think it was when he had a speech therapist and she would always come to our house. And I was like, uh, what's this lady doing in our house? But I like would sit there and watch them and, and he would like understand what she was telling him. And I think that started just to become normal to me. Yeah. And I think interestingly, I mean, being a twin, you don't know any different. There was never a, you know, a time when like you were the sibling and then he was born or vice versa. I mean, your life started together. You're two minutes apart, but that's all you have known your whole life is this world of, um, you know, being an, a special needs sibling. Um, in your opinion, I'm going to get right to this question. What is the worst part of having a special needs sibling? I think the worst part is hearing what people have to say about him, especially during meltdowns in public or in school. Um, and I just wanted to be there to protect him. But I realized I that he just does not care what people have to say about him. He doesn't even listen to what they have to say about him. I remember one time in fourth grade, he was having a meltdown and he lifted up his shirt and a kid told me that <laughs> uh, they were teasing him for lifting up his shirt and I was bawling crying. I was ju I just felt so angry, I think, that they were like talking about my brother. And I like I talked to my teacher about it and she was like, Do you care or does he care? Do you care more or does he care? And I quickly realized that he just doesn't care. And then that made me feel a lot better about not caring what people have to say because he doesn't care what people have to say. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think we oftentimes talk about that as a family that we all wish that we kind of had that same attitude as Jacob. Cause I think as, as yeah, burping or farting too, because I think, you know, just it's human nature to, to care what people think, but he really doesn't care and he lives a pretty, you know, happy life. Um, I mean, do you feel embarrassment when he's having those meltdowns in public over the weekend? He had a big one. We went to do an activity and it was a pretty massive, you know, meltdown. Do you feel embarrassed at any of those moments? Um, no, not so much anymore. I think when I was younger, I did. But no, he's just trying to get his emotions out and we just got to respect him for that. <laughs> And at some point they do end and we kind of just go on with life, right? Well, what's the best part about having a special needs siblings? I think, again, what he has taught me, not caring what people have to say about you and just doing what makes you happy. 
What about the perks like when we travel and things like that? I mean, let's be honest, okay? <laughs> yeah, Disneyland, front of the line, or just any amusement park, front of the line. <laughs> so there's definitely some upsides yeah. to that, right? And and I'll have to have an episode on traveling through Disney, right? Using the disability assistance for sure. Um, do you think that his autism has affected your friendships in any way? I mean, you have a, a pretty solid group of friends who just understand that autism is our life. And they have never really been phased by him running around the house in his underwear or the burping and farting that you were talking about or jumping up and down in front of the TV, watching the same parts of movies over and over again. Do you think that, you know, his uh, having autism has affected friendships in any way? No, not negatively. I think positively, yes. Um, I'm very lucky to have friends that were very accepting, didn't treat him any differently, and actually wanted to become friends with him. Um, and I think that alone just helped the friendship grow stronger, just knowing that they accepted me and accepted him for just being ourselves. And also, I think it helped me meet new people like I had a friend and she also had a sibling with autism and just we were able to relate with each other and we had similar stories and experiences and I think that's just really cool. Yeah, and you guys have been in school obviously together all of these years. Um, sometimes you've had classes together, maybe like you know, elect an elective class or when he was mainstreamed in elementary school. And other times you guys were in separate classes or maybe, you know, uh, you were cheering at like a volleyball game or something like that. So uh, tell me about some of those experiences. Um, well, I remember when like in first and second grade, he would visit my class and I just like, I think that would, that was really cool. I'd be like really excited. I think it was every Thursday and I just get really excited that he would come to my class and he'd just do his own thing with his aid. And then also in middle school, we had art together, I think. And it was just so cool to see him like engaged in something like we were doing the same thing and he was just so happy doing it. And I think that was really awesome. And I know that there's even been times where I, I can think of one game that you were cheering at and a young man came over to me and said, oh, I just got to talk to my friend Jacob. And I was like, friends like Jacob has friends and it was pretty amazing to think that like a, a teenage eighth grade boy would walk up to my son and consider him to be a friend and I think that was attributed a lot to you know the culture that we had at that school and, and that's pretty pretty amazing so how do you see his future I see him growing more and more independent and I know that eventually he's going to have to live with me and I, I'm I'm pretty okay with that. I love him so much and I'll do whatever it takes to make him happy and just give him a good life and yeah. And I, I tell this story to friends often or, or other people that I meet, um, but from a very early age, I wanna say maybe from like the age of three or four, you said to me, don't worry mom, even after you die, I will always look after Jacob. And I mean, unfortunately, that is the reality. Your dad and I are not going to be around forever. I hope that I live a very long life. But, you know, at some point, all good things have to come to an end. And so, you know, how do you feel about that responsibility that you're going to have one day? 
I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm not thinking about marriage right now, but eventually I know that the person that I marry will have to accept that he's going to have to live with us. And I think it will also be a good learning lesson for my children, um, just accepting others and knowing that not everyone is the same. We all have different experiences, different things we're dealing with. And yeah, I think that will be a good learning lesson. Yeah, he'll definitely be fun, Uncle Jacob, won't he? And I, and I think you brought up a good point. I'm glad you're not thinking about marriage yet at 15. Thank goodness. Um, but whoever you marry one day will have to accept that you guys are a package deal. Does that worry you at all? No, it doesn't worry me. The right person will accept you both together. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's pretty amazing. Is there anything else that you would like to say to any teenagers that might be listening um, that you would like them to know about your brother or other people like him? I think they should just before judging them or I wouldn't say that before um, just trying. Um, I would if you were meeting another teenager who maybe was a little hesitant, what advice would you give them? Don't be so quick to judge. Um, try to stop yourself and think, like, what are they dealing with, whether it's mentally or physically. Um, you know, if you see them jumping up and down in public, don't try to just stare at them because, like, you wouldn't want someone staring at you for whatever, like just maybe going on their phone. That's probably what it's like to them. They're just going on their tablet and they're so happy, just like how we go on our phones. You wouldn't want someone staring at you. So I think just try to respect them and treat them how you want to be treated. I love that. The golden rule, right? You know, you are such a level-headed kid. I mean, I think I did play, your dad and I played a, a part in that, but you are just such like a grounded, level-headed kid, even, you know, in this journey that we're, we're on. Where do you think that comes from? Where does that wisdom come from? I think just I try to think of the person I wanted to represent and maybe the person I wanted to be, person I want to be known as. I didn't want to be known as like, mean kid that is judgmental and you know snobby and I think I just wanted to be known as like the caring accepting kid and not only just be known as it be that kid you want to be the kid that always talks to the um the girl or boy that is um that is left out because nobody wants to feel like that and I think it's just really important to be accepting and try to just take that responsibility. And what about any other like special needs siblings out there that are maybe having a hard time or might feel, you know, embarrassed or anxious about um, their brother or sister? What would, what advice would you give them? I think just think back to how much you love them and, just support them with everything they're going through. Um, it's a lot more difficult for them because they're just dealing with their own emotions and feelings. And and I would also say try to find something that you connect with them. 
whether it's video games, sports, whatever that may be, connect with them. Like me and Jacob, we play video games a lot, like on the Xbox or Wii U. And I think that helped our relationship grow. And (laughs) we even tease each other a lot. And I know that he doesn't like it, but it's all out of love. So... (laughs) And I think that that is such a good point because when you have a nonverbal child or a nonverbal, you know, brother or sister, you have to find other ways to communicate with them or maybe get that um, sibling bond. You know what I mean? So what are some ways that you've worked to find a way to communicate with him? Um, I think, again, finding like the connection with video games and also realizing that they're your sibling like just treat them how you would treat any other sibling they're no different um and just finding that connection i think is really important for building that bond and what about self-care because it's really important to take care of ourselves as well as you know take care of those that need help with caring for themselves. So what were, what are some things that you do for self-care or that you would recommend also? Um, what I like to do is write down things. Like I say, I am confident. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I think that definitely helped me love myself more and just finding self-worth. And then like, Loving yourself, if you love yourself first, then you are able to love everyone else. And I think that's really important. And you have big plans for your future. You and I talk about this a lot. So how does autism fit into those big plans? What do you, what, what are you seeing yourself doing in, in 10 years, 20 years? Um, I hope to try and teach the world more about autism and acceptance, not only autism, but I think Every child with special needs, every child, teenager, adult, anyone with special needs, I hope to teach the world about accepting them at least a little bit more and just learning more about them. They're so smart, and I think that's very underestimated. Um, yeah, I think that's one of my goals. <laughs> but you didn't share with us what your big dreams are and, and your hopes and plans for how you're going to make, how you're going to get that message to the world. <laughs> well, I hope to go into acting and yeah, I just hope to go into acting and just being able to have a voice, even though I think anyone should be able to have a voice, whether you're a celebrity or um, singer, whoever even if like you're just doing a regular career, I think you should have your voice and I think your voice should be heard because your voice is important. I agree. But I think the what you want to do in the future will hopefully give you an even bigger platform so that you can educate and advocate in the world too. Well, I have one last question for you. And that is, if you could say anything to your brother, what would it be? can't wait to see all the things you're going to accomplish and I love you so much and I will support you through everything. You are literally the best sister that anybody could ever ask for. So sis, I just want to say thank you so much for um, being my guest today. Um, You and I talk a lot 
but I wanted other people to hear, you know, your version of things or your view of this autism world. So I just want to say thank you for such a young person. You are wise beyond your years. And I think that Jacob is just as lucky to have you as a sister as you are to have him as a brother. So thank you for joining me. And my next episode, um, I'm going to interview my husband, um, who firmly believes in getting kids with special needs outside and doing things. Um, physical activity is an evidence-based strategy. He has been able to teach our son how to ride a bike, ride a dirt bike, and even uh, start to drive our razor car out in the middle of the desert. And so he wants to talk to um, others about just getting kids outside and really just pushing them to do the best that they can. So thank you for listening today. And here's a great song by my brother, Eric Slater. Travel.